everybody, and welcome back to the FinFlam Podcast. This is your host, Big John, brought to you by FinFlam.com and FinFlamSports.com. We are back after a long hiatus with Jesse J. Jay, how you doing? Good, how about you? Good, good, good. Um, and today we're, get, we're joined by a young up-and-comer who's a sports aficionado like Jesse himself, but way, way younger. And that's uh, Little G. Little G, how you doing? How about you? Good, good. Thank you for joining us today. We're gonna see how this works today. And uh, it's been maybe six months since our last podcast we did, Jesse. Since week thirteen, I, I think. Yeah, I think so. It's been a minute. That's right. How you been doing through this uh, pandemic? Good, good. Yeah, it's been, you know, just taking it easy, trying not to put too much stress on myself. Good, good, good. I think we've all been there. Well, let's talk about what we got lined up for today. Today, we got a few uh, top five categories to break down heading into the 2021 season of the NFL. And we're going to tackle who are the top five quarterbacks in the NFL heading into 2021, the top five wide receivers, the top five running backs. And what else we got, Jesse? We're going to talk a little bit about the draft, a little bit about the Orlando Brown trade, and just overall our expectations for the draft and the future of the 2021 NFL season. Sounds good. Let's get it started. Okay, so right now, we're going to tackle who are the top five quarterbacks heading into the 2021 season. Jesse, who you got? My quarterback one is Patrick Mahomes. This one is really easy. He's an MVP. He's one of three quarterbacks in the history of the NFL to throw for 50 touchdowns. He is the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't think it's particularly close. Patrick Mahomes at number one. Little G, who you got? I got Patrick Mahomes. Do I got to say much? It's Patrick Mahomes. That's all you got to say, right? Yes, sir. We'll see you right now, and I got Patrick Mahomes. I was number one myself. There's nobody else better. There's nobody else greater. And at this moment in time, in this sport, there's only one. To be the man, you got to beat the man. He is the man. Whether or not he lost in the Super Bowl, fairly. That's another point to be made some other time. But that's who we got as number one. Jesse, who you got for number two? Let's knock him out pretty fast. Aaron Rodgers. This is easy. Aaron Rodgers Ooh. is the Aaron Rodgers. He's what? the second best quarterback in the NFL. How? <laughs> Did you not watch him play last year? He is the second best quarterback in the NFL. It took him 15 years to get good. He is the second. That is that is more situation than Aaron Rodgers. His team hasn't drafted any receivers for him. His coach is kind of an idiot. He kicked the field goal inside the red zone. It gave mm. the he 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 chose to give the ball back to Tom Brady mm. in the NFC Championship game. All he needed was eight points, and with Aaron Rodgers, he kicked field goal. You know I what that tells me? You know what that? More, that tells me that his own coach. That tells me his own coach doesn't even trust him. That tells me his coach is did He also got out coached the year before against the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. That Aaron tell, Rodgers, second best quarterback. That in the NFL. tells me his coach does not trust him to throw the ball when the game's on the line, regardless of how many comebacks they had last season or how many two-minute drives they had to keep the game alive, to keep the game safe for them. So they could stay in contention heading into the playoffs. That just tells me that the, the coach didn't trust him, period. I, it's been and it's more coaches. about Aaron Rodgers himself being a dick than the play he's got. Matt LaFleur has been a good coach, but when it's come to late game management, he's been terrible. Absolutely well, I mean, dreadful. Hideous. Well, I mean, that's what they used to say about Andy Reid, but, you know, he's still well, he's, no, he, he's no Andy Reid. He's, he was given Aaron Rodgers. Andy Reid has developed multiple quarterbacks. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and that's who you got for number two, which is a bullshit pick. But uh, Gus, who you got? I got Josh Allen. Josh Allen, I like Way it. Way too high. Way too high. I think that's nice. Surprise, but nice. Why do you say Josh Allen? Because you see how improved he became this year. You know and what? They, and I, Bills, Bills made a good decision to bring him Stephon Diggs to give him a true number one wide receiver to make him like Oh, With good, good potential. Yep. And all that. Look at him possibly in the top three, you know, possibly the second best quarterback in the program. Oh, I, I I like that that pick. That's a fantastic pick. Um, I'm, I'm surprised you picked him number two, but that's I was surprised. It was a it was a tough one. I like that, but you know, I, I used to tell Jesse himself when he used to be shitting all over Josh Allen because he's he not hit, good. He's not. He good. hated him. He hated him, and I told him he's going to be a superstar. Look what he happened. He, he came pick- alive. Did you watch the AFC Championship game? He can't consistently make throws. It's okay that he does it in the regular season. He, they give him short throws. They give him easy offense. 
when it got when he got to the playoffs, he wasn't nearly as good. He wasn't good against the Colts. I guess that's a, that's my argument against, against the Ravens. That's my argument against Aaron Rodgers. He wasn't okay? good against the Chiefs. He wasn't good against the Chiefs. That's either. my argument against Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Aaron Rodgers has played with. But way... you're justifying that bullshit with that one. But it's okay. It makes no Aaron sense. Aaron Rodgers Whatever. had a team in position to beat the Buccaneers, but his coach would let him throw the ball. Nice try. Anyways, my number two pick is of course the second man in the NFL who is a game changer, who's a game winner, who is another the man, and that's Russell Wilson. No. Underrated, second best quarterback in the league, should have been MVP twice already, far surpassed Drew Brees, anything Drew Brees has ever done in one season. I don't care what anybody says. He's athletic, he's almost the mirror image of Patrick Mahomes, or Patrick Mahomes is the mirror image of him. That is the second best quarterback in the league. That's my pick. Um, I think they're going to go somewhere. They, they're going to have a, a decent draft, whether in the second or third round, uh, to get some picks for the offensive line. I don't um, I think they're going to trade him. No way. I think they're going to trade him. No way. Yeah. Next after so. after this season, I think they're going to trade him. I think so. So, but they're going to have. So they're going. You mean? What do you mean? I I think they're going to get rid. They're going to trade him before the twenty twenty one season. Uh, 2022, I believe after this season. When it, well, we're not even worried about 2022 right now. We're worried about 2021. Yeah, yeah but I, 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 he's also another, Russ Wilson's also another quarterback who's stuck with a bad coach. Pete Carroll's been what? terrible. Pete what? Carroll's a great Pete coach. Carroll, what do you mean? Pete, Car- Pete Carroll single-handedly ruined the Seattle Seahawks. He no. blew that team up. They had a great defense. Did he throw a pick? Did he throw a pick? Did he throw a pick? No, he's the one who let them call a passing play. Though. That means nothing. He threw a pick. It wasn't him throwing the ball. He made the right decision. Pete Carroll, repeatedly messing things up. Anyways, that is a bunch up. of baloney. Repeatedly do you, messing things up. Do you disagree that Russell Wilson's not a second uh, second, the second quarterback in the league? No, I just think I think no. he's stuck with a bad coach. Okay, so do you think that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers should be under him? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has been way more successful than Russell Wilson in the last five seasons. No, that's not what I'm saying. I, I'm saying, do you think... Russell Wilson was a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. No, I don't think he's ever been better than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, oh, Aaron Rodgers has had two of the best seasons. Folks, right now you're listening to blasphemy. You are listening to blasphemy and ass kissing. Aaron Rodgers, 2011. Aaron Rodgers, 2020. Look at him. He's been Let amazing. Him healthy. He's not Brett Favre. He'll never be Brett Favre. But he anyways. nearly has 90 touchdowns. We are going to the number third pick for the top five quarterbacks in the NFL of the 2021 season heading into it. Um, who you got, Gus? G, little G, I got, got? I got Aaron Rodgers. Oh my god. What is wrong with these people? Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Why? I, I it was it was so I couldn't put a little bit more down. It's just he he gets carried by De, Devontae Adams. Who's a great who's, who's a I, great running back? I, I think it's more that he made Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams was like a second or third round pick. He made Devontae Adams to what he is. Oh that He's the, he he's, the one, the NFC. he's the he he's the he's the one receiver the they drafted for him and he made him into a star. They they drafted one receiver for Aaron Rodgers and he made him into a star. He catches balls. Oh my god, man. I can't believe it. He made Aaron Rodgers made that man into a star. He's a he's a good receiver, but he is a star because of Aaron Rodgers. Anyways, okay. You, we, no, you think if Devontae Adams was with Derek Carr, he would put up the same numbers? Yes. No, yes. I don't. Right now. No, because right Derek now, Carr is yeah. trash. He is trash. Yes, I do. I really do. Derek Carr's not a bad quarterback. He's made the playoffs one time as an NFL quarterback. One time. I'm just telling you. Well, my number three is Russell Wilson. Really? It, this one, this one's pretty. Russ is a good quarterback. He's just stuck with a bad. He's stuck with a bad coach. They should be an offensive team. They should throw the ball around. He wants to keep running the ball. And I think right. you can tell Russ got very disinterested at the end of the season. They lost to the Rams, who were playing injured Jared, uh, an injured Jared Goff. I just want to get back to that Aaron Rodgers pick, okay? And you're talking about Devontae Adams. If he made him into a star, he's been with them forever. Why didn't he make him into a star then? The last three seasons, he's been one of the best players, he one of the best receivers in the NFL. Yeah, but he's been in, in, in the in the league for years. Yeah, Devontae Adams was one of those guys who was a late developer. I, if you look, if you just look at his career, he's a guy who his first no. couple seasons wasn't good. And you have Rogers a bad quarterback who can't throw you the ball. You've only had two yard, two two seasons of over a thousand yards. Okay, two seasons with the same fucking quarterback who's trash. Two seasons. Don't tell me Aaron Rodgers is that good. 
He made him into a star. He made him into a bum before. That's what you're saying. Aaron Rodgers took him and made him into a star. Look at he his made last him into seasons. a bum before. That's what you're telling me. That is what you're telling me, okay? No, Devontae Adams was a solid receiver who has nah, put man. up very good numbers because Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback. It's 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 easy math. Easy math. Anyways, um, who's your number three, John? My number three is Tom Brady. Yeah, Way too high. Pick. Way too high. I don't think so. Oh, I think that's he, he plays Tom Brady he, proved. Tom Brady proved he's in, in every situation. in every clutch moment he can come through. And I can't stand Tom Brady, but he is the man as well. Tom Brady is the smartest NFL player because Go. he put himself in the perfect situation where he didn't need to carry the load. His accuracy's waned a bit. He so had the second got, greatest so quarterback. He, he had he the second himself, greatest quarterback of all time, balling out, doing things he shouldn't be able to do at his age. Staying healthy, doing good things, having a great receiving core, a great running back core, a great tight end core. I mean, he's like you said, he put himself in the perfect situation. He did, but his but team, I don't think, I don't his think offense is stacked. Like the third most talented quarterback in the NFL. He's not the third most talented quarterback. He got in the everything. To, to be the man, he, you got to beat the man, right? Patrick Mahomes is the man, yeah. but Tom Brady just proved in the Super Bowl he is the man still, and that's what happened. And I have Brady, Tom Brady as number three. Brady, Brady is the smartest quarterback in the NFL. He put he gave himself Mike Evans and Chris Godwin because his accuracy was waning and he has two big targets, which is something he didn't really have with the Patriots. Two now, if big some, targets. If somebody big were to say that those receivers were made because of Tom Brady, that would be bullshit. They were, they already, were thou- yeah, they were already good. They had, they had exactly. thousand yard years with James Winston. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. If somebody were to say that, they'd be, be a complete lie. But they were already made before he got there. But like you said, I think that equates to what you're saying, because you said it, is that he came, he found the perfect situation. He knew what he was doing, but the thing is, you have to deliver on what you're doing, on what you want, and that catapulted him to a Super Bowl win. And in my eyes, he has he has four rings now, but you know it is what it is. Okay, who you got for uh, number four, guys? Jesse, you want to go first? Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean that one's fairly easy. He uh, you can put all of the issues he currently has. If you can put all the current issues he has aside, you can see that he's an extremely talented quarterback who plays on an awful team, and he's. The Texans would have been 0-16 if Deshaun Watson wasn't their quarterback. That team sucks. They and he had a, he, he had a shit ton of yards. He, he had, I think, 33 touchdowns and 7 picks. He was amazing. Yeah. G, who you got? Russell Wilson. Okay. See, we're all on almost the same page here. Yeah. Just different orders. The reason I picked Russell Wilson, he, he, I was going to put a little bit more high in, but since, like, what he said, he needs, a, like, like, a better offensive line. Since you're in the stack division, they got Aaron Donald and Hart them coming after him. You need a good offensive line to hold him back. That's why he has to do what he has to do to run the ball, to pass the ball more often now than he used to. Do you think that Russell Wilson can take the division this year? Um, I, honestly, no. I think the Rams are going to get it. With Sam Bradford? Uh, yes. You or mean Matt 49ers. Stafford? Or 49ers. Uh, I mean, uh, Matt Stafford. See, uh, Matthew Stafford. I'm yeah, still. Matt Stafford is off the league. I still love you, Sam. Wherever you are, getting all that money. Greatest agent in history. But well, my I got the 49ers. All finesse. The 49ers. Right. Huh? Well, I got the 49ers winning it. 49ers. If they're healthy. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Justin quarterback. Justin Fields, get Justin Fields or, or get a better quarterback. Oh, they're definitely yes. drafting back, Joe. No. They're going to trick the Jets. To get a, get a uh, quarterback. Who you got for number four? Are you? Who you say? Who you? Huh? Isn't it you? It's on me. So who'd you say? You said Russell Wilson? No, you, you said uh, who'd you say? Mine was Deshaun Watson. His was Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson. Mine is Josh Allen. The 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 talent that this man has displayed over the past couple seasons is phenomenal, and I think he's just going to get better. He's got a decent offensive line. He's got a a, a decent off uh, a decent um, wide receiver core. He's mobile. He can throw a dot on the run. I think he's just he's going to be a megastar. I think it's really going to happen, and I think that they're going to take the division again. He reminds me of Ben Roethlisberger, if Ben Roethlisberger actually like was in shape and didn't have all those injuries. And younger Ben, when he had a little bit of athleticism, Josh Allen's way more athletic than he is. But he reminds me of a younger Ben when Ben still had a little bit of athleticism. One thousand percent on the athleticism, but you got to remember, even though Ben was, he was, a, he's always been a big guy. The thing he is, he was in shape at one point, though. He was actually he was in shape. he was in shape, but the thing is, he's so big you couldn't take him down. That's because of his body weight, his body mass, and he was so tall. 
Okay, for my number five, I got Deshaun Watson. They just are pure talent. He is a phenomenal quarterback, a underrated quarterback who is underappreciated in the situation he's in. I don't, I, me personally, I don't know if any of the allegations are true um, regarding these women, but you know, I hope it comes out not to be true. But um, just off his talent alone, he's my number five pick. Um, he needs a better offensive line. Uh, get a few more, get a named receiver or two, make a good trade. And or if he doesn't stay there, he's going somewhere else. So he's still going to be a top five quarterback regardless. He said um, he doesn't play in there no more. He that's said what I'm he doesn't play in Houston. That's what I'm saying. If he, if he doesn't stay there, uh, I don't know where he can go. But uh, I, I said Denver before, but nobody believes me. But that's I who I might, might. Depending on what happens with his legal situation, they just might be stuck with him. Yeah, that's true. What you got for number five, G? I know a lot of people are going to get mad. I got Lamar Jackson. Oh, my God. Listen, look, here's why. Every quarterback I name, they got a true number of wide receiver. Right? Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Oh. Yeah, Deshaun does not have I didn't say that. I'm talking, the, I'm about, talking about my, my four picks. I know, I know. Lamar Jackson only got one. Uh, look, Julio Jones. A lot of Falcons are probably going to trade him to get some more cap space or something. I think Baltimore Ravens should go and try to get him. To get Lamar to get Lamar Jackson the true number one wide receiver. But he's gotta learn how to throw a ball. That's why he's not even in my he's barely a top ten in my in my in my list. Look, he's look, he's gotta learn how to throw the ball accurately. He's I one of the Lamar's most athletic. Good. I think Lamar's pretty good throwing ball. He just Lamar's talent, his physical talent will tell you he's a top five quarterback, but his actual throwing ability is like quarterback fourteen to sixteen. He's still like an he's he's still a fairly average passer. To take the next step he needs to get close to top 12 to 10 as a passer right now he's just he's fairly average as a passer i agree with that 1000 percent, and i think he's completely overrated not on his running ability but on his throwing ability he's he athletic he yes he number is number one receiver number one wide receiver and you said julio jones he, look he, he, they might the uh they try to get him to probably get more cash space i don't see that happening well, my number, my number five is Dak Prescott. Nice. Dak, if you look at his first few games last season, with even with even with Mike McCarthy, who was their head coach, he's terrible. Dak was lighting it up on fire. I truly believe that Dak stayed healthy, he would have had a chance to win the MVP. The Cowboys weren't going to be a twelve or <laughs> eleven or twelve win team, but I think if he would have got that team to nine wins because of how bad that defense was and how bad the defense was playing, Dak could have won MVP. He was balling out until he got hurt. He was carrying that team, and they would have been a playoff team, but he got hurt, and I think you saw how much the Cowboys missed him. That offense, with all the talent they had, still struggled at times because they didn't have Dak Prescott. Well, this is funny, considering I brought this up a year or two ago, and you laughed at me when I said that he was that good. I've seen the lie. It's, it's ironic that, you, that everybody repeats what I say a year or two after I say it. <clears throat> window. <clears throat> yeah. I think I think the biggest thing with Dak Prescott is we saw I didn't think we think I didn't think he could get a coach worse than Jason Garrett and he did get a coach worse than Jason Garrett. <laughs> His name is Mike McCarthy. You got Turkey Neck Mike McCarthy out there just bumbling and bumbling <laughs> around and Dak Prescott having to carry the entire team by himself. And he, is he gets horrible. hurt and the Cowboys were a mess. He is horrible. I'll give you that. Um well my wild card pick for uh Top five ish, top six ish. I'm gonna say Justin Herbert. He's got the most promise out of anybody, I believe. Oh, yeah, he's good. He's good. Beside Justin Herbert and or Slash, if a Joe Burrow's healthy, even though they have a horrible team, Joe Burrow's got pure talent. And I, I, I really liked how he played last year. He came in, he, he, he came really close to winning games um, in his division, um, some outside till he got hurt. You know, hopefully he comes back just throwing bombs this year. Um, but Justin Herbert. Is my wild card slash Joe Burrow? Who you guys got for a wild card? For me, it's Josh Allen. He was the he was the next quarterback. He would have been my sixth. I think he's I think he has a chance to take a big step next season and put himself in conversation with the upper tier quarterbacks. That's a good pick. Should have been top five, but yeah. The G, who you got? I'll pick Justin Herbert too. He's he's a really good quarterback. Good deep ball. Good accuracy. He's a good. I think. Yeah, him and Joe Burrow are going to be really good, but Joe Burrow should get a better 
wide receiver than he does now. AJ Green is way out his prime. Absolutely, one thousand percent. I think they should drag go out in their fifth pick and get Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase? Yes. What do you think about that, Jesse? Jamar Chase? Uh, I think the Bengals are probably going to take him. I, I Bengals at five. I think they're going to take Jamar Chase. Yeah, is that what that's what I said, right? right. Yeah, no, I I think you were talking about the the Chargers had like I think the oh not the Chargers. Six. I'm talking about the Bengals. The Bengals AJ Green, I said I said AJ Green way out his prime. But they already traded him to Arizona. I forgot about that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move into our top five running backs, um, of the of the 2021 season, and I have Dalvin Cook. The man had 16 mm-hmm. touchdowns last year, 1500 yards. Um complete beast. Minnesota, I don't care what anybody, is still on the up and coming. I know how much people hate the quarterback, but it's going to happen. I hear a little echo. Um, it's going to happen, but I think that's that is the number one running back in the league, in my opinion. Um, and I don't care what anybody says about Derrick Henry. He's cool. He's got, but that's what happens when you don't have a fucking quarterback. Um, but Dalvin Cook, is my number one pick for the top running back heading into the 2021 season. Who you guys got? Derrick Henry. Oh, God. Okay. Why? Because he has really everything. He got strength, agility. You see his stiff arms he'd be doing on everybody that gets in his way. I think the one knock on Derrick Henry, though, is he doesn't really catch the ball. And when you get in the playoff game, yeah. like what happened with Thank you. Uh, when they played the Ravens and then when they played the Chiefs the year before, they stacked the box, were able to stop him, and Derrick Henry is practically no threat catching the ball out of the backfield. Agreed. Are you talking about this year when the Ravens played him? Yeah, when, when the Ravens... Yeah, he didn't go nowhere. He didn't go nowhere when the Ravens the, played him. The two games the Titans have lost, the Chiefs, and then the playoff game versus the Ravens this year, they the team stacked the box, and he has no ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. I just so, want to show how much they did. I just want to tell you how much... He got 500 more yards running the ball this past season than he did the year before. For the exact reason I just said, he has no quarterback. His quarterback is good. I, that's not fair. That he's, offense, he's, that a 14, he's a top 14 quarterback, period. And he's number 14. He's a four, uh, 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 at least a t- number 14 quarterback in the league. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, any He depends so much on Derrick Henry, which is why I, I didn't have as, as number one, because he, he's not a dual threat. He's not a dual threat when it comes to, like they say, quarterback running and throwing. He's not a dual uh, running back when it comes to running and catching he's not and they're just so run run dependent they're not going to be able to get out their own way if they don't find a decent a better quarterback to at least launch the ball down the down the field and or make derrick henry catch the damn ball they really who make you, derrick henry do everything for them exactly that's what i'm saying jesse who you got they call him King King. i have christian mccaffrey i think he is the mm. he's one of Carolina, the best running backs in the NFL. yeah he is one of the best running pure running backs in the nfl and you can throw him the ball and he can have a thousand yards receiving all the back he can do everything Chris McCaffrey can do everything, and he does it well. He does get a little bit nicked up, which is a problem, but when he's fully healthy, he's a dynamic game-changing running back. He's one of the few that is worthy of being a first-round pick. But he didn't play all season. He didn't play most of the season last year. He didn't, but if you watch him in, if you watch him in 2019, he carried a bad Panthers offense. But that's the thing. This is my argument that I've had with you in the past about Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't stay healthy during some parts of the season, and you put him at number one. Uh, number two, this is re- you cannot put this guy. He's the most purely talented running back in the NFL. He's your number one. He is the number one. Yes, he's the that most is a, a stupid comment. He is a thousand yard running back and a thousand yard receiver. He nearly beat the Chiefs by himself. When Let's the talk about him. recently, not when previously. Pan- okay, when the Panthers recently, the Chiefs, not previously. When the we- Panthers played the Chiefs, who was the guy you worried about most? It was Chris McCaffrey, and he nearly beat them himself. Teddy had a nice game, but it was Chris McCaffrey who carried that team. He is the most talented running back in the NFL. He's easily. He can he can run for a thousand. He can catch for a thousand. He's dynamic. You can he can do everything. I just don't agree with that, Jesse. Um, well, no. it's because I'm right. You, it's because I'm right. No, it's just not just not true. He had one good year. He is the most dynamic running back in the NFL. He's the most valuable running back in the NFL. He had a good year, and then he got hurt. And you can't go. You cannot go off of previously. We're talking about recently. 
He didn't do anything. He can't. That's that's insane to put him as a number one pick. He's he is the. I don't, he's not the one. He's my most talented running back in the NFL. That's okay, well, he's the most talented running back in the NFL. We'll go with that. Anybody else got? Uh, who's got number two? Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara, nice. The reason Price I picked him, he's almost he could almost do everything Christian McCaffrey could do. He can catch the ball, better. run the ball. I don't yeah, think he's as better. good of a pure runner as Christian McCaffrey. I That's think he's probably better than Derek Henry. I mean, uh, Christian McCaffrey, in my opinion. I, I, I don't probably. think you can give the ball to Alvin Kamara 25 times a game. He's good with about 15 to 18 carries and about 10 targets. Well, we're going to see what's going to happen because I think he can. He's just going to have to do a little bit more work, but he he doesn't get hurt. He's a workhorse. Alvin Kamara's good. Alvin Kamara's really good. I, I don't think – that's why the Saints always have a second running back. I don't think they trusted – enough to give him 25 carries a game no they don't have him because of that they have him because they have a, a quarterback they have two quarterbacks who do different things so they yeah. use that extra running back for something well, different I mean, to, to match the second quarterback they they had drew Brees who couldn't throw the ball 10 yards all year and they were still limiting alvin kamara's carries because of the reason how many times have the other quarterback played how many times the, the reason the reason you would give alvin kamara more carries because his quarterback can't throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field and he did great. You see the highlights? You see the highlights? Okay. Well, my number two. Oh, okay. My number two is Nick Chubb. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. He can run. He can catch. He's arguably almost the number one pick for me. But Nick Chubb is a beast. Yeah, they have two two running backs too, Jess. What's your argument against that? He can take Baker Mayfield to a quarterback. Have you seen Baker Mayfield? He's not. He did good. He's not bad. He's not bad. Baker Mayfield Mayfield is Kirk Cousins with a little bit more mobility. Look at Cousins. His three steps above. Look at Kirk Cousins and look at Baker Mayfield's numbers. They were the same. And I like Kirk Cousins. But Nick Chubb is my second. Is my second running back, who I think they need maybe a, a little bit more tweak. At, at, at right guard than anything else for that offensive line, but I think um, they'll address it. I think they have a decent-minded head coach, and they have a good quarterback in Baker Mayfield, who if he gets pressured, Chuck can catch the ball on the run and get get yards. I think he had over 500 yards catching this year. I'm not I'm not sure, but um, I think I read that at the end of the season heading into the playoffs. But uh, Nick Chubb is my number two. Um, we got for number two. My number two is Nick Chubb as well. Oh, nice. A lot of the same reasons. I think Nick Chubb, if they need him to, could be the guy who carries the ball 25 or 30 times a game. They have Kareem Hunt, so they're able to take a little bit of pressure off of him. But the Browns, the Browns are as good. The Browns were as good as they were because they have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They're that is a run first Agreed. play action team. Agreed. Guess you're I'm um, G, you already went for your number two? Yes. Okay. My number three is Derrick Henry. Um, for the obvious reasons I said earlier, he's a workhorse. He knows how to get yards. Um, but his body's going to break down. But I think, he's, I think his body's going to break down, but I think he's still a major threat on the run. Um, but again, he still has to catch the ball. He's got to get yards when there's nothing else that they can't do. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I got. Number four pick, who you got? You know, you mean number three? Huh? You mean number three? No, that was was my number three. Oh, okay. Well, my my number three is, uh, my number three is Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook? Okay. Dalvin Cook, easy, just carry the bulk on that offense. He's he's a workhorse back. He did everything, especially for a team that at times had problems with the offensive line. Has Kirk Cousins as their running back. They, that offense really started to find themselves playing. Dalvin Cook started at Burge. I think he should be higher. He was obviously my number one. Um, but I, I like that pick. At least, he, at least he's in the top five. Um, he's a dual threat. He, he's a, a major game changer. And maybe if... Now, now the, the situation is, if he gets a better quarterback... Will his, Don't you doubt Jameis. Don't you doubt Jameis. Will his yards go down? Don't you doubt Jameis. Well, see, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think the Saints are just going to be a run-heavy team. That th- Sean Payton has seemed, as, especially as Drew Brees got older, he seemed to really embrace the run and the play action. 
And I, I think he'll continue to stick with that, especially if Jameis Winston's going to be a quarterback. Dalvin Cook. Alvin Kamara, I mean, Alvin Kamara. So, wait a minute. I'm confused. Wait, who? Okay, I, I, I forgot what running back we were talking about. The number four running back. Oh. I, I don't know. Who, who is your number four running back? Um... Aaron Jones. Who is yours? Oh, mine was yeah, mine was Alvin Kamara. Oh, you didn't say that. You said Devin Cook. Oh, I thought that was my number three running back. No, because we were talking about. That's why I said Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh, no, I, I think we just. I think I, I think I just misheard you. My my running backs were uh, Chris McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Devin Cook, and Alvin Kamara. Okay. See, we missed I, we missed Devin Cook. I think. Yeah. Okay. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, sorry, folks. Okay. Well, my number four is uh, Aaron Jones. I think that when you have a horrible quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, you take the ball, you take the game into your hands, and you do things with it. Um, you got to score more touchdowns compared to the season before. I mean, he only had nine touchdowns this season, which is nothing to, to look away from. But he had 16 a year before. But he's got to he's got to get more yards, and he's got to he's got to score more touchdowns. And I think the offense has got to keep that in mind, and that's how they win games. I feel like that was kind of Green Bay's problem last year is when they got away from Aaron Jones. Their lack of receiving options really showed itself. Aaron Jones is someone that they're going to have to stick with because when he gets his carries, I, I think that offense just flows better. They can use play action more. Agreed. G, who you got for number four? What? G? Yeah. Who you got for okay. number four? Oh, I got CMC. Who? Chris McCaffrey. Oh, Chris McCaffrey? Yeah. Okay, nice. I pick him. I pick him for every reason what he said, but the only reason I put him down a little bit more was because his injuries. Is he gets injured a lot. He does. And that's why you, the Panthers can't always rely on the running back because if he gets hurt, they have to rely too much on him. They don't really rely on themselves. I agree with that. And they need to find Teddy's got to be better as, as well. I think they're going to choose Sam Darnold because that. I mean, yeah, they got Sam Darnold. I think. Yeah, he went to the Panthers. I think that kind of showed the Panthers' hand that they want to be a they want to be a play action, throw the ball down the field team. And I think the Christian McCaffrey is going to have a big year if he can stay healthy. Sam Darnold's a more dynamic quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater, and I think you're going to see him take more chances, which means they're going to have to rely on Chris McCaffrey in the run game. Well, my number five, everybody's on their number four, right? You said Kamara, you said Mm -hmm. McCaffrey, and I said... um, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Okay, well, this may shock you, and I'm sure I'm going to get some hate from uh, you, Jesse, but I'm pretty sure you might agree with me. He could be also number number four, but I'm saying Josh Jacobs. Oh, good pick. Underrated because of his team. He's got a fantastic head coach. If they get rid of that quarterback and they they put somebody in there who can actually, I don't care if they manage a game, give him the ball to get more yards. He's gonna win them more games. He's gonna win them two or three more games. That's what I'm projecting, and I think if they do that. And or Carr just has a a comeback season like no other, which I doubt it. But if he stays healthy and they can just keep throwing those bullets, he's, he catches the ball. He knows how to do it. Josh Jacobs is a beast um, compared to Aaron Jones. He was just as just as good, and he had more touchdowns. Aaron Jones had nine touchdowns. Josh Jacobs had twelve last year. I mean, that's impressive, especially coming from a Raiders team who can be. Um, topsy-turvy sometimes that you don't know what you're going to get, but he's still productive no matter what, especially when he plays against the Chiefs. When he plays against us, he just balls out, and he can take some hits. And I think Josh Jacobs is completely underrated, and he belongs at the top five conversation. What do you guys got? Hold on, before you go there, what do you think about that pick? Yeah, I I, I like Josh Jacobs. I like Josh Jacobs, but he's he's not overly flashy. He's just a a really solid running back. He's he's really solid. Doesn't catch the ball great on the backfield, but he he's solid. Like what you said, John, he always runs over us. He does. He always, he always runs over us. Every game. I wouldn't put it, I personally, I wouldn't have him that high, though. I think he's more like eight or nine. What? 
Yeah, at least I don't, six if you could put him at seven. I don't think he's overly, overly dynamic. I think he's a he's a really good he, he's a really good running back to use for an entire game, but I don't think he gives you a lot of dynamic plays outside of his just traditional run the ball, break off a twenty yard run. Right. Well, I do I, I can agree with that, but he belongs in the top five to me. Um and who are your guys just good pick? This might shock. Like this, I might. They might get one of y'all triggered for not putting them higher. But I got Nick Chubb at five. I should have put a little bit higher. That's fine. That's fair. That's fine. You, the the criticism of Nick Chubb could be maybe he doesn't catch the ball as much, and that's more Kareem Hunt's role. And, I like Kareem Hunt though. Kareem Hunt is good. But Nick cheap. Chubb's been Nick Chubb's been really good. He's a focal point of that Browns team. Reason I pick uh, Nick Chubb, I should have put him higher. Every time he gives, he gives us like all he got. He really runs for first downs majority of all his runs. Right. He got the good offensive lineman that could just just run the defense over. I think it's really, really the offensive line that just carries and that just opens them holes. Oh, I, I agree um, with that. I agree. I agree 100%. <laughs> his line, even though they need a little tweak on the right side, yes. they open those holes for, for those running backs, and they're fantastic. Yeah. Jay, who you got? Saquon Barkley. When he's healthy, Saquon Barkley is one of the top running backs in the NFL. He, the Giants would have made the playoffs if he had been healthy last year. You see that man's he, legs? He is Incredible. a game-breaking running back who can catch the ball and dice up the team in the run game. He can he can run for 80 or he can catch for 80. That's why I like Saquon Barkley so much. That's why he's one of the five running backs. Have you played against the, uh, the Giants in Madden? He's a beast. That's all I'm saying. Saquon Barkley... He plays on such a bad team, and I think people overlook him. But when – if the Giants make the playoffs this year, it'll be because of Saquon Barkley. I agree. Well, won't be because if, of Daniel if, Jones. If he, stays healthy, if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, the Giants will make the playoffs because of Saquon Barkley. But see, none of the running backs that we have mentioned prior to this, except for McCaffrey, with the exception of McCaffrey, have gotten hurt. Right. Availability is best ability, but I think – in some cases, you will take the talent because it's so dynamic. Guys like Christian McCaffrey can give you 200 yards a game, 100 receiving, and 100 rushing. Saquon Barkley can do the same. Okay, some, of these other guys are, some of these other guys are dynamic runners, but they don't give you enough in the past game. They, they can be on the field for three downs, and you can disguise your offense with them all on the field. Um, and all right, have we done our all top five for that, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to the top five wide receivers heading into the next season. And right now, I got Tyreek Hill as my number one wide receiver. Um, I see a lot of people hating on the Chiefs, as always. They're talking that, you know, you know, they're just overrated and they're going to lose and whatever else, all that bullshit nonsense. Well, let me just tell you this. This man is a game changer. He's got the speed. The athleticism, the finesse in his talent, the finesse in his in his maneuvers to catch the ball. He really drops a pass. He probably dropped more passes this season than I've seen him do his whole career, um, with the exception of when he came from the um, special teams to the offense. Um, but other than that, he's just phenomenal. There's nobody better than him. He had the longest catch in the NFL with 75 yards. It, there's nobody going to be better than him for a while, and that's who I got for number one. I'm pretty sure we can all agree on if that's your number one. Yeah, he's my number one. He's the only Tyreek Hill is my number one because he's the only receiver in the NFL that you have to constantly know where he is, and you have to play too deep every play because Tyreek Hill is on the Chiefs. If you don't play too deep, you're going to get burned all the time. I mean, he did destroy Jalen Ramsey's career. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, Tyreek Hill's just he. He is. He's the biggest threat in the NFL because you have to play too deep every play, or he's going to burn you every play. Agreed. Ju, who you got? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. There we go. Unanimous. Tyreek Hill, because you, I could, I could really explain because you saw the Tampa Bay game, the first one. Oh yeah. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was burning them every time until we every got time. Super Bowl. They kept on like triple or doubling him every time because they knew better what was going to happen. They played more deep. They Even more Herbert, they still can't get him. No, not 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 for real. Mm-mm. And the fact that he's he looks so small, his athleticism is incredible. That he's got, he got hops. hops exactly. He'll jump 
five yards in the air and catch the ball when he's got three people oh, around him jump at the same time. I remember, we, but he didn't count. We was in a game. He jumped like lost two people for a touchdown, but we got caught for holding. I remember that one point. Right. He jumped really hard, man. and he's really fast. Well, fast. let me talk. Are you, are, you, are you done with yours, G? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, let me talk about my number two. The man from M who went to M who went to B. He went from Maryland to Minnesota to Buffalo, and that is Stephon Diggs, a beast. You had over a thousand yards in your first year at Minnesota. You have over a thousand yards in Buffalo. You're a killer, and he is. He didn't. I don't think he did that well against us, the Chiefs, but he's still a killer. He did fantastic. He's got every tool, every component you can have in your game as a wide receiver, whether that's a great quarterback, an offensive line, people to block for you. If you've got a good tight end who can block, he's got everything for him, working for him. He's got the skill to do it. He is a great deep threat. I don't think that you could put anybody else number two. I got to agree with you 100% with that. Look, he made he made Stephon Diggs a way different. I mean, he made Josh Allen a way different person than he is now. I agree. Making him a really good quarterback. He's putting up good numbers. Or at least showing them what he's capable of doing when he has a good receiver. With every court, with every team he played with. Right. The same numbers. Same numbers, just a little bit better. And you know, it's it's a kind of incredible that he actually averaged more yards with Kirk Cousins as his quarterback than he did with Josh Allen. First year, John. I mean, I said that wrong. He averaged <laughs> more yards per catch with Kirk Cousins as his quarterback than he did, than he did with Josh Allen this year, which is, I think, mind-boggling considering that Josh Allen is a way better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. He got more volume this year with Josh Allen, though. Uh, they used <laughs> Buffalo used him more like the Vikings would use Thielen. Buffalo used him as a true number, as an actual true number one, right? As opposed to the Vikings who didn't really build their offense around him. They built it around Adam Thielen. Right. And you guys got it for number two? DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, I think nice he's just slightly, I think he's slightly better. Disagree, but I, no, I, I think he's slightly better than Diggs. I think DeAndre Hopkins is this generation's Larry Fitzgerald. He's not quite as big. He's physically as imposing. DeAndre Hopkins can do everything, though. He can high point it. He's got great hands. He is the second best receiver in the NFL. I don't know about putting him in... in... Fitzgerald's category, but he's this generation is for sure. Watch I don't agree play. with that. I don't agree he's with that a, yet. But he's, he's great. The reason, he's the reason people like Kyler Murray and thought he could be an MVP candidate last year until Kyler Murray kind of had a little bit of a sore shoulder issue. If you watch the Cardinals play, he clearly elevated Kyler Murray. I think he's not Kyler even Murray, in my top five. I think he was fairly average last year. The, Hopkins the reason Hopkins he was good five. was because DeAndre Hopkins was on that football team. Yeah, he's not even in my top five. DeAndre wow. Hopkins is not in your top five. He's not. Wow. That is crazy. DeAndre Hopkins is the second best receiver in the NFL. To be honest, he barely made my top five. That's insane. DeAndre Hopkins is easily the second best receiver in the NFL. What? Easily. He can. He John, does everything Russell, well. Russell, 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 he does everything well. Diggs is a little bit too much of a hit or miss for me, though. Diggs had a lot of volume last year as their number one receiver. DeAndre Hopkins has done it for longer. That's ridiculous. Um, G, who you got for number two? You mean number three? No, dude, you didn't say number two, or was that? Um, oh, um, we step on these. You remember? Okay. Number okay, two. since we already got that, well, my number three is Devontae Adams from Green Bay. Um, slightly under Stephon Diggs, and almost every category, but I think he's really good. Even when his th- his quarterback throws a bullshit pass, he still catches and gets major yards. He gets touchdowns. He knows how to score. Um, he's just a, a fantastic threat. And <coughs> if if they focus, if the Green Bay Packers focus on having two threats, through actually three, if one with the quarterback, but obviously the two, the second with the right receiver and the third with the running back, if they know how to balance that. Both players might have teams that might have stats that come down, but I think they're going to ball just as hard. But um, that's what I got for my number three. 
Y'all were three for three. I got him too. Devontae Adams, nice. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I think he kind of carried Aaron Rodgers in the position with he's in right now. I like the way you think. And all the, and the numbers he put up this year, I think he had like the third, like reset or fourth receptions probably. But Aaron, but these in the uh, Green Bay, that's where Aaron Rodgers always looks every time. Right. Every time. Because he's the only receiver they have. That's the other, why they should get probably another receiver for Aaron Rodgers. That's the biggest problem Green Bay has, though, is they don't draft receivers. They don't. I will give you that. You got one person, like Monty Adams, which is really good. What you got for number three, Jesse? For me, it's Stephon Diggs. I think I, I, Stephon Diggs, really good, construction field. He could he can do basically everything you need your number one receiver to do and even more. I think Stephon Diggs easily for easily one of the easily one of the top five receivers in the NFL for me is number three. Okay, well my number four, even though I don't like his gameplay to a certain extent, but I think he's a good baller. And I think it's right where he needs to be, which I think if, if him and his quarterback and his, their coach are on the same mindset of just throwing dots next year. Um, he's going to have so much better numbers, probably by 500 more yards. And I'm saying it's going to be um, DK Metcalf. Oh, DK Metcalf, good pick. What are you going back? Yeah. What are you saying? Oh, uh, I got Julio Jones. Julio Jones, nice. Um. You see the numbers you put up with um with Matt uh, Ryan. Matt Ryan's not a bad quarterback though. He's not a bad quarterback, but he needs a fucking uh, uh, offensive line that has got to do something to improve mm-hmm. to give him no, time defense. to stay in the pocket. Defense too. That defense is terrible. And the defense is horrible. What what was the thing? I mean, listen. I understand the first few games they were having so much shit talked about them because they lost by such shit. They, they were winning by such huge numbers, and then they lost by little numbers. And then, you're in a, and then you're in a deficit for the year trying to make up games that you lose. Mm-hmm. They choke. But, yeah, exactly. But between him and DK Metcalf, I think those two are right there where they need to be. Yeah, Julio Jones. Julio Jones and DK Metcalf, yeah. Jesse, who you got? Number four, I have Devontae Adams. What? Yeah, Devontae Adams. He's on number four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's one 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 below mine. Well, De- Devontae Adams, I just think I, I think he can I don't think he's as dynamic as the other three guys, but he he's very he's probably the most reliable receiver in the NFL in terms of being healthy, being available, and you know he's gonna have seven catches for eighty yards every game. Right. Well, and my fifth pick was what uh, G just said, and that is Julio Jones. For the same reasons I just said, he'd even be better if the defense can just keep the offense off the off the field. His numbers would be so much higher, and I think nobody can dispute that. If your defense works to keep you guys on the field, the offense on the field, he's going to put put up more numbers, and he had great numbers this year with that with that system, and it just didn't click all around for everything to work. But I think if that happens and the components are right, same thing that we said about, or I've said about everything else, you know, those those key factors have to come into place so things can actually work. Who you got for number five? Anybody? My number five, Julio Jones. I think the biggest issue with Julio, he was a little bit unhealthy last year, but I think I think most of it was. I don't think he wants to play for Atlanta anymore. It it kind of seems like he's done. I think he wants to win a ring. And I think some of his issues where Matt Ryan is cooked, I don't think Matt Ryan's good anymore. And I, I, I still think Julio is a 1,200-plus yard receiver when healthy. Be big, tall, fast. He's always open. He's always open. And, G, you already said your, your fifth one? Uh-uh. Who's your fifth? It's DeAndre Hopkins. It was hard. I was going to probably pick a different receiver. He didn't even make my top five, but that's a good pick still regardless. He barely, he barely made mine. I think I was going to pick A.J. Brown probably, but no. A.J. who? A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. He's a really good 
Yeah. Well, I picked D Hop. He he kind of made Kyler Murray a little bit better, but not as much as I thought he would. I, think I don't think he made him. Kyler Murray, I think Kyler Murray was disappointing last year when Kyler Murray got better because he looked better in the first half of the season when he was healthy because of DeAndre Hopkins. Then as Kyler started to get hurt, you started to see the Cardinals tail off. I think when when Kyler Murray was fully healthy, DeAndre Hopkins made that team a playoff contending team that could play with Seattle. Right. Then when Kyler Murray started to get hurt, started to get hurt, his numbers went down, everything went down, and DeAndre Hopkins effectiveness went down because Kyler Murray was playing like a like the 18th best quarterback in the NFL because he was a little bit nicked up. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, I, I do want to say that my wild card for the running back is Ezekiel Elliott. What? Yes, Ezekiel Elliott, who isn't flashy because he's been in so much trouble, which he's where he needs to be. But um, I think he can have a, a, a better year, a, a much more improved year this year with the Cowboys. Um, and one more thing, I also want to talk about Damian Williams. I'm still flabbergasted that the Chiefs released him um, after all the stuff, after the COVID and his mother. And um, I think it, that was a horrible mistake by the Kansas City Chiefs to do that. But um, that's all I have to, those are my two cents on that issue itself. Anything else you guys want to add on that? Oh yeah, my wild card had to be Kareem Hunt. I like that. I, like I don't know why we even let him go. Well, we know why we let him I go. Forgot, I forgot. I forgot. I oh, forgot. Yeah. Okay. But I think he, him and Nick Chubb is probably the best running back duo in the league. I don't think they can argue that at all. My wild card running back is Antonio Gibson. Washington. Oh, nice. I think nice. he. I think he has a chance to be really, really good. Big, strong, fast. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He was a converted receiver uh, to running back from Memphis. Really, really good. He'd be my guy to watch for next season. That's a great pick. Great wild cards, guys. Okay, uh, let's move on to uh, the NFL draft. Jesse just wrote an article today on finflamsports.com. That's F-I-N-F-L-A-M sports.com. Um, you guys can check it out. And really good article based off the top five. Uh, top five quarterbacks in the draft. Quarterbacks who he projects are going to be drafted. Uh, Jesse, what you got? Well, this, I ranked the quarterbacks and who I thought was the best to worst of the five prospects expected to go in the first round. I, my number one quarterback was Justin Fields. I felt like Justin Fields surpassed Trevor Lawrence last year. Two years in a row, Justin Fields went toe-to-toe with Clemson against Trevor Lawrence in first time. Loses on a... Loses in the red zone, his receiver falls down, and there's an incompletion. They lose to Clemson. Fast forward to this season in, in the Sugar Bowl, just absolutely destroys Clemson up and down the field. I felt like at that moment he surpassed Trevor Lawrence. I don't know why there's been so much negativity put on Justin Fields and why you have guys like Matt Jones and Zach Wilson in front of him. I, I feel like this is a little bit of what happened with Deshaun Watson. When he came out, is that you have guys rising above him? The difference is that Mahomes, you could make you. There are reasons why you could put him ahead of Sean Watson from like a tools and just talent perspective. In this class, I don't feel as strongly that you can do that. Mainly because Fields has everything. He's fast. He's got good size. He's got a great arm. I don't understand why teams are devaluing him. Devaluing him. And in five years, I think we're going to look back on this and no teams made a mistake. I disagree with 1,000%. I disagree with 1,000% on the Justin Fields situation, especially because the same argument you're making is the same argument Stephen A. Smith made a few years ago when he was bitching about Patrick Mahomes um, getting picked over to Sean Watson. This is word for word what he said. Quote, damn, you've got to be kidding me. Patrick Mahomes gets picked over to Sean Watson. Really? Why bother working... Why, why bother working out for both teams, end quote. That's what he said. And look what happened. I think I think it's a bit different with Mahomes, though, because Mahomes, Mahomes played in a unique situation in which there really hadn't been an air raid quarterback, especially a Texas-style tech quarterback that had to work in the NFL. But I think the biggest thing was that it was Andy Reid who drafted him, which should have given people the hit that he believed in Mahomes and that Mahomes could be as good. 
that was that was why I was never worried about the Mahomes thing is because it was Andy Reid signing off on it. I think that's a good that's a good point. My second quarterback was Trevor Lawrence. He's been the presumptive number one pick for three years since he since he stepped on the field as a freshman. <clears throat> everyone projected him as being a number one quarterback eventually. I think my he should third be quarterback. One. My third quarterback is Trey Lance from North Dakota State. I really like Trey Lance. I think he could be the best. He could end up being the best quarterback in this class. He's got all the tools you want, but he played at North Dakota State, and he's got to end up on the right team. Or it's just it's. I don't think it's gonna work. If he ends up on a team like the Broncos, it's it's not gonna work. I just I don't. He he's going to need development, and he's gonna need time to acclimate himself. He didn't play a ton in college. To me, he's way more talented than Carson Wentz when Carson Wentz came out. I think if he is developed right, he's a, easily a top five quarterback in the NFL. Four is Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's got comparisons. He, he's drawn comparisons from uh, to Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. I don't see it. He, he's able to run around and make plays, and I like some of the tools he has, but he played behind a really good BYU offensive lineman, which could have up to three guys on NFL teams, a couple guys drafted. And, and you project him going to where? Uh, another late-round lineman. I think if you look at the schedule they played and how Zach Wilson played, didn't really play a ton of good teams or good defenses. I don't. I think he's really risky. Maybe, maybe he does the. Maybe his traits do work out. But I think it's a it's a big risk. And I think there are three guys in front of him that have more talent and upside than him. And then my fifth is Matt. Well, Jones. wait, I wait, 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 wait. Hold Benjamin. on, hold on. Where do you think Zach Wilson will go? He. I think he's going to go number two to the Jets. I think the Jets. They, well, Joe Douglas better make up. His, Joe Douglas better make up his damn mind. Because of the eleven, the past eleven draft picks he's had have been defensive players, so it's either going to be about oh, I'm sorry, uh, around around Sam, Don, um, Sam Donald, and that's only twenty months after he drafted him, so it's either hit or bust. And with their track record, you don't know what's going to happen, but we have a pretty good idea what might happen. Yeah, it, it was Zach Wilson. I just think Zach Wilson is he's he's the most intriguing prospect because you see the traits and. They look like they could hit, but my question is, is it going to be like Baker Mayfield where he's running around doing things athletically, but when he actually gets into the NFL, he's not able to do it, and he looks a step slower, which is what's happened a little bit with Baker Mayfield, and he's had to become more of a pocket passer. And then my fifth is Matt Jones. I don't think Matt Jones, I think he could end up being a good starting quarterback, but I think if he gets taken at three by San Francisco, it's way too high. He profiles to me as like a Kirk Cousins, Andy Dalton-style pocket quarterback. And that's not a doc say he's going to be Andy Dalton because I think he's got more talent than Andy Dalton, but I, I just I don't see Matt Jones as a franchise quarterback. I think he's I think he could be a good starting NFL quarterback, but I don't see him as a game changing quarterback. And I think Kyle Shanahan's crazy if he traded three first round picks to draft Matt Jones. Exactly, and if he doesn't pick him, what the hell? Yeah, I just I don't understand what San Francisco is doing if they draft Matt Jones. But he won't win. He he won't. He won't win Rookie of the Year. No, I, I think it'll be... Depending on where he ends up, I think Justin Fields can win Rookie of the Year because I think the way Justin Fields is fall, uh, falling right now, Trevor Lawrence. he might end up on a team like the Patriots, uh, perhaps the Bears trade up for him, the Saints. It's gonna be He's the most intriguing quarterback in this draft line because I can see him going anywhere from 4 to about 15, which is where New England picks. Well... It's either going to be it's going to be Trevor Lawrence as offensive rookie of the year and Patrick Sertan, Patrick Sertan as the as the defensive player of the, year, of the year rookie of the year and I think it's going to happen just like that. Anybody else got anything else to add? It, uh, just finishing up on this draft, I think there are five players that we know that are after the quarterbacks are elite caliber players and it's going to be interesting to see where they end up. You have Panay Sewell, the left tackle, Jamar Chase, the wide receiver from LSU, Jalen Water, the wide, wide receiver from Alabama, Devonta Smith, the receiver from Alabama, and the tight end, Kyle Pitts from Florida. I think those are five blue chip players that are going to be immediate impact players and it's going to be interesting to see where they go. Sewell could go to the Bengals at six or at five or to the Dolphins at six. But teams are worried about his arm length. He's he's a big left tackle who doesn't have the longest arms, but he has the 
traits of a 15-year starting left tackle. Jamar Chase is the most talented receiver in this class. Depending on the team he ends up, I think he's easily a 1,200-yard receiver next year. Jalen Waddle, I think, could be a he's a boomer, not he's a boom or bust prospect. People want to comp him to Tyreek Hill. I don't think he's as fast as that. He's a little bit I bigger. I I like Jalen Waddle, and I, I I've kind of soured him on soured on him a bit because of the comparisons I've heard with him. I think he's really good, but I think I think he is better than Henry Ruggs last year, who the Raiders took and was also comp to a Tyreek Hill. But with Waddle, I'm not sure if you're drafting him expecting him to be Tyreek Hill. That's not what he is. He is he is a good stretch of the field receiver, but I don't think he's going to be the elite game breaking game you have to game plan for him every play. Devonta Smith, to me, his ceiling could be Marvin Harrison. He's really good. He's not big. He's not. He doesn't have the size of a prototypical NFL star receiver. But to me, he looks like Marvin Harrison, where he's he's shorter. He's thin, and it doesn't make any sense why he's good, but he's he's just crisp. He's got enough speed, and he's he's very well rounded as a receiver. Then you have Kyle Pitts, who looks like Travis Kelsey, even but even more athletic. He's six foot five, about two fifty five, and run and ran a four four. He is a freak. Wow. Then the the most interesting draft prospect that's a position player to me is Micah Parsons. Yeah. He is a linebacker from Penn State. Many people think that he is a he's the best pass rush prospect in this draft. But there's there's others that see him as a as a three down linebacker. He I don't know where he's gonna go. Honestly, I had a tough time kind of placing him. It depends on where you want to play him. Do you want to play him as a three down middle linebacker or do you want to move him to a defensive end and maybe have have him put on ten to fifteen pounds? Right. He's got the traits of speed and athleticism to come off the edge. He didn't really do a lot of covering in college, which is an issue if, if you're going to draft him at a middle linebacker. I, I'm i really interested to see what happens with him. Um, there's a lot of... Th- this draft is full of a lot of project defensive ends and edge rushers and a lot of just middle-of-the-road defensive tackles who you, you're not going to see... I don't think you're going to see a ton of good interior rushers from this draft. Um... At linebacker, there's a ton of safeties and linebacker tweeters. There's a lot of guys that are going to be drafted to safeties, move to linebacker, and a lot of linebackers that are drafted and moved to safety, just depending on what a team, how a team plays. To right. me, this draft is really good through 75. Once you get past pick 75, I think it starts to tail off. Uh, and then these are the teams I think could trade up for a quarterback in the first round. I have the New England Patriots. Washington football team, the Bears, Steelers, Saints, maybe the Broncos or the Raiders, depending if the right quarterback's there or they just get desperate. Uh, but that this is what I this is these are things I see happening in the draft and questions I have as we are just a couple days out from the draft. Okay, well that sounds great, and I, I like those teams you picked. Um, you are the college football guy, so I, I leave that to you. Um, guys, thank you for joining today it's been a long time gee i think you did great for your first time ever um what do you think jess you think you did pretty good terrific terrific great i, think I have so something to tell you jesse where do you think kyle pitts is going i think he could go as high as four to atlanta it's kind of hard to get a read for them i feel like it's either going to be kyle pitts or justin fields yeah but they don't have the cap room to do it to do what to get him to get who I mean, um, thank you, somebody else. That's right, the college guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, but I, I, number four, I see them either going Justin Fields or Kyle Pitts. The rumors of them trading Julio is interesting because the reason you would take Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase if you're the Falcons would be because you think you can win now and you want an elite offense. You want to put Julio Jones with Calvin Ridley, you want to put Julio Jones with Jamar. Or you, you want to put it with uh, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones and create a three-headed monster on offense. But if they do end up trading Julio Jones, that is why I think they will take Justin Fields because it is a complete rebuilding process. They'll let Matt Ryan play out this year, and then they're going to go to Justin Fields next year. And they're going to have cap space to build around it. I like that. Should be interesting. 
we have a lot more things to come regarding the NFL um, in future podcasts. And again, G, thank you for joining us. Uh, it was great to have you. With your, uh, you're not a virgin anymore on podcasting. So thank you. Jesse, it's great to see you. Keep um, dishing out those articles. They're great. They've been fantastic, as always. And guys, this is your host, Big John, with Little G, Jesse J, and Big John. Thank you for joining us. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh.